Good morning. Let's begin. Okay, let's have a look and see if we can destroy some fear because that tends to be what when we dig a little bit to see what's going on with people invariably you might have noticed over the last day and Friday evening people say there's fear you, you hit fear fear then turns into the story you know of, of something that's relevant in your life but it's the energy of fear really that we all touch on at some point um, for many of us who had kind of big wake-up calls in terms of spirit calling you home, in terms of seeing the truth, when something, when you have a, a huge wacky experience that's involved in your awakening, invariably you feel you're being annihilated. You're, you're just being extinguished entirely. And no matter how much you fight, at some point, grace wins. Very often, you know, the fear is so strong, you keep, you keep battling, you keep battling, you keep battling, and the eye is there again, because grace wasn't stronger than the fear. Mm-hmm. Do you see? But, but when, when a breakthrough happens through one enormous event, invariably, no matter, you are clinging. Some basic instinct is trying to fight, trying to fight, trying to cling. But grace is stronger, and you're like, I, I can't do it. I'm on my knees. You win. I can't. You get beaten. You know? And, and of course, it's a great blessing. <clears throat> but for most people, when fear comes up, we're so identified with fear that we make everything else subside and the fear becomes the battle. And fear wins because we end up kind of trying to manage the fear, trying to manage the fear, trying to manage the fear. And it's, then it's about the fear. You know, not, not pushing through that fear barrier. So let's do a little exercise and see if we tap into something. <clears throat> so I want you to take a minute. I'm just going to give you 60 seconds. Take a minute to, to identify what's the worst thing that can happen to you. The very worst thing that can happen. What's the biggest threat? What has most potency to stimulate fear? Everybody got a story? Mm-hmm. If that happens, what's the worst thing about that? So now we're in the secondary. 
it's happened and you're in the zone of that's the worst thing that can happen as a result of that. Now, what's the worst thing about that one? What's the worst about that one? Hit it back. If that happens, then what's the worst thing that can happen? And some of you at this point might have found the idea that was the root of all of it. And if you haven't, do another layer. Say, well, what's the worst thing about that? Has it started to change for you? Okay, if it hasn't, go again. What's the worst thing about that? What's really the worst thing? Keep going until until you can actually, you know, I can actually kind of deal with that. I'm just afraid of the idea of it, but I can actually deal with that. Have you gotten to that place? Okay. Some yes, some no. You're talking about dealing with it in the present, looking at it, or dealing with it as if you were in that moment? As if you were in that moment. you really touch into the core of what the fear is about, you know? Some of you are smiling, it's funny. And some of you are crying. If you keep going through the layers, what's the worst thing about it? Is anybody stuck in this exercise? Huh? Of course, Brenda, yes. I, so, I don't know if I went straight to my head with it instead of my feelings. It just seemed really simple to me. Yes. It's just your mind. I mean, so it's like, oh, worst thing is not being having my needs met. The worst thing is not having your needs met. But then I realized that that was my mind living in the future. Because right now everything's fine. Okay. I said to go deeper. Is this in my mind? Because I'm not feeling it. I'm feeling it. Yes. So it's just an idea. Yeah. So then I would not be in truth. And then 
It will be a never-ending cycle of living outside of truth, pain, and torture in my mind. Yes. But I don't feel it. But you don't feel it. So if you don't feel it, you've generated an idea. Yeah. And you've said, your mind has said, well, there's fear attached to that. But actually there isn't. <clears throat> ah. Actually there isn't. It, it has no more potency than an idea. So do you remember the other day I was saying that consciousness does two things. It either imagines something and it never manifests as reality, or it, it manifests something and it's our world. Here we've got something where it's purely your imagination. Because yeah. you can't even feel a feeling. It, 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 it's just too far away to put it in. Doesn't it even come down from fantasy, from idea? You can't even put it in and imagine that it's happening. It's that far out there in your imagination. So I, I just feel confused. Like, are you saying that I hit it on the head and that I got it, that that's just my mind? It's purely your mind. It's purely your mind that's generating that fear. Okay. And the, so did I do the exercise right? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's purely your mind. And for some, it won't be. It'll okay. be, a, a, you know, it's like, no, this, this, is, this is thick, this is dense. Sometimes it comes from family heritage. Sometimes it comes from karma. Sometimes it's past life. Sometimes heaven above, you know? All kinds of stuff, you know? But yeah, that's literally just your imagination is generating a fear. Yeah, it has no potency in your life. You can't put it in, you know? Yeah. What if I have no fear? I, I, I don't feel fear at all. Even I jump up from an airplane, you don't feel fear. I don't feel fear whatsoever. Have you ever felt it in your life? Mm, no. I only only time when I had the fear is when I find out I have no head. At that moment, I feel like the world is sunken, you know. It's yes. kind of that kind of fear. But yes. it's, it's just momentarily. Yes. Uh, but other than that, I, I, I never really feel fear. Yes. walls, you know, on the mountain. Yes. Calling, and I was walking alone. I don't feel fear. Don't feel fear. Yeah, I don't know why. It's just, I can't imagine. Wow. Wow. And so if you're like, you know, you're a woman, and let's say you're walking up a, the dark, a dark street. Very, yeah. very scary. And I don't really feel my fear. I just, I will go through it. Wow. So Beautiful. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing, yeah. Yeah, you never learned fear. Yeah, I, I thought like maybe I'm too far, uh, too, too far out. Then I don't think so, because you feel other emotions, don't you? Yeah, other emotions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something, something really believes that that you'll be fine. Yeah, that you're not in danger. Yeah. Good for you, girl. Yeah. That's rare. Uh, yeah. yeah, isn't that rare? I want to see that front. Sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's coming with this. Where she's sitting at all. Wow. Yes. I, I was reading certain cultures, like you'll, you know, they'll be in this life death situation. You know, they they just been culturalized, so they don't. Yes. That's not something that people do. They that's don't right. Get afraid. You know what I mean? That's so right. they just go out to battle. It's a battle. And, that's they come right. back. That's so right. there is a cultural influence on it. Yeah, sure. we learn it. Yeah. Oh, we learn it. Yeah. And it's very strong in our culture, you know. Were you reared in the US? Um, I came here late. Uh, uh -huh. I grew up in different countries. 
prepare for the hurricane. Buy this, 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 this. And I'm like, this was even before Matthew came along, you know. It's just like, gosh, 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 everywhere. People are responding to, to fear. It's, you know, and just, so just see it. Because if you can see it, you're not being sucked into the story of it. You know, you're observing it. You know? You know, as if you won't be okay. Of course you'll be okay. Make the assumption you will be okay. Rather than, you won't be okay unless you do A, B, C, D. It's, it's like, no, let's make the assumption that we're okay and start there. Because we are. We're always fine, actually. Yes, Paula? However, it's genetic. It's like programmed from thousands mm. of years. Mm. How? That's, that, that's a pretty deep it is. It is. And the way to find it is if you are doing that exercise. Okay, what's the worst? If that happens, what's the worst thing about it? If that happens, what's the worst thing about it? And you'll find on a story, find hit on a story that makes no sense. You'd be like, well, somebody's going to take away my children. And it's like, but I have no kids. You know, it can be a story that really won't make sense. And you'd be like, this is nuts. And you know, okay, it doesn't fit into me, but I can feel it. I can feel it. It's not mine. All right, all right. Now you're looking at your genetics. Mm-hmm. The story makes no sense with your life. It's like, all right. So what do you say? You just say the story and. Heal it, resolve it. So there's lots of methods of doing that. Um, and one of them is literally just just sending sending love and understanding back. As if the person, whomever, wherever, you might never know how many layers back it was, but as if they're a friend in front of you, where you can help them heal it. It's the same thing. It works just like that. You just literally talk. And, and heal the pain. It's like you are okay. It's it's all over. This is just a memory. It's all over now. It's okay. As if you're talking to a friend, so that they can whew, let it go, so that they stop. You know the, that 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 gene is is no longer holding the experience as if it's a threat now. As if it's a threat now. You see. You know. Yes. I mean, like, <coughs> you're going into a parallel reality. <coughs> you're kind of, you're, you're, you're it's talking. It's another time and another. You could, you could say it's like that, but if we make it really normal, then what you're doing is that you're, you're, you're resolving the memory that's in your, your own genes. If we make it like here and now, then that's what we're doing. You're asking those genes not to turn on. Some of our genes turn on, some don't. So if that one is on, and the story, you can feel the fear of it, but the story isn't appropriate. It's like, resolve that gene. We don't need you now. The fight for survival doesn't have to be active now. So you resolve it and you calm it down. 
and you let it release its memory of I've got to, I've got to, I've got to stay alive here, mind myself, protect myself. Do you see? So you're reprogramming a gene. I'm trying to get that. I'm a little confused from yesterday then about free will. Yeah. I totally understand. Everything <laughs> looks like it's everything looks like it's it's contradicting each other. From the widest view, nothing contradicts each other. They're different perspectives. I can get that. That would be fantastic. That's the greatest gift. Because I keep jumping in and out of different perspectives. And it's like you have a capacity to see all these things from different perspectives. But from the widest view, no. This has already happened. This really is already done. It's going to work out the way it works out. And if part of it is that influence from Jack that enabled you to heal something, well, isn't that just great? <laughs> you know? <That> is. <laughs> yeah, that was just part of it too, no? It was just another thread of it. Because we're in a playback time, you see? This has already happened. We're in playback. So while a new influence is coming in now, and hopefully there's some skills being given, while a new influence is coming in, it looks like it's happening in the present now, and you have an option to do these things or not. It looks like that now. But you can go to the playback of where this happened way back. In the widest view, you know that what's happening right now has already happened. So what you're going to do with this has already happened. In the widest view, you know that. No, I can, actually, I'm beginning to get, I don't get it, but a separation between where I'm living and what's going on. Yes. I, I'm not embracing it necessarily. But. Yeah, but you know, it, that's fine because you can't really embrace it because it's kind of abstract. That zone feels a little more abstract compared to how the chair feels underneath me now. It doesn't feel that solid. It's just. It's more spacious. It's spacious. Well done. It's kind of formless. It's wider. Story isn't as potent. But there's wisdom there. It's peaceful. Can you give a couple more pointers on the whole playback? On the playback. Mm -hmm. What was the question? Can I give another few pointers on the playback? No, no, no. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. I'm all over the place this weekend. <laughs> the engine room is a technique that I think he can do. Very few people can do it, but he can do it. So I want him to kind of just feel that and go into the, the potency and see what way he's going to use his own potency. Because it's, it's a learning curve that, that he's going to go up against. I'm, in, I'm kind of speeding it up a little bit. Um, okay. Very often my day starts like this. There's deep sleep and there is awareness watching, not even awareness. It's kind of, it's not the normal awareness that can be aware of itself. Everything is 
everything in the body-mind organism is switched off and it's in deep sleep. But I'm not that. There is a capacity that knows there's deep sleep happening. When I'm starting to wake up, okay, sometimes there's a bit of a dream or a bit of subconscious or colors or people or something like that. It's kind of never too story-based. And kind of coming to, there is there is There, there's nothing, and then the nothing either appears as vast space that's dark or vast space that's like white. It's either full of light or full of dark. I don't know the difference between the two. It's just one or the other. It just seems to be randomly a, a picture that I put on it, I guess. And there is movement. And a dot seems to spring open, and it's the timeline. And in one direction it's the future, and in one direction it's the past. And sometimes, sometimes I see the planet, but I move towards a particular time. And there's this sense of movement, and, oh yeah, 2016, there's a movement towards something. It could be any year. I mean, any year, either direction, forward or backwards. I moved towards 2016, because this is what happened this morning. <laughs> moved towards 2016, and, and then there's like, <coughs> goes in towards form, as if kind of I'm landing on the planet. But it's not really that I'm in our outer space either. But there's a sense of geography and form consolidating. And so there's an idea of like, oh yeah, California. Oh yeah, October. Oh, the jack body. And it kind of like, dunk, 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 dunk. And then it's like, the second that, that the consciousness goes into the jack body, the jack story begins. It's like, oh yeah, it's that sign on Carlsbad. Carlsbad. That's the, that's, the Jack story then begins. Before the Jack story begins, I'm everything that ever was. Because identity is running, some level of identity is running at that point. It's like I'm consciousness moving into every form. But, mm, it's not a sticky identity. It's just that that's the, perce the perception that's running. Let's say it like that. That's the perception that's running. And I'm every single person. And I'm... The second that I move towards the jack body, they all switch off. And I know it's because the jack brain can't manage to be everybody and everything and every insect and every rock, everything that is consciousness itself. It, consciousness just kind of switches off the awareness of all of the rest of them and pops into the jack form because the jack story is enough for this brain, generally. I can juggle another few dimensions at the same time, but not much compared to what I... What, the perception is as pure consciousness. So, so like, when, wherever I go, no matter what form, I am everybody. This morning I was you. 
waking up as you. Uh, this morning I was Connie waking up as Connie. As, like, that's pure consciousness kind of coming into form and doing something. But time is the same. Time is the very same. It just got localized to here because that's what the physical form does. It localizes itself in a time and place. But maybe 30 seconds or 10 minutes before I woke up, I don't know, all of time was available. And it was all running at the same time. It was all running at the same time. It was only the kind of contraction into 2016 that started to narrow the focus into what we now call the present time. But right now, and I can't access it right now because I've got the Jack story running. Right now, I, I, I'm, I'm doing 2067 in right now as well. And I'm doing 1146 right now as well. So before linear time comes in, before that concept gets created by consciousness, it... I see it as a, it, it's almost like a curve, actually. It's not dead straight, like a, a perfect line. It's like this curve, this wave that just goes on and 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 on. But that is already done. It's just playing out at the same time everywhere. So that level of perception shows me that. Do you know? That it's all playing out at the same time. If I go back a step from that, it's already done. All of it is already done. It's always playback. If I go back a step from that, it actually never happened at all. It never happened. It couldn't have happened because there's no capacity for any movement to come from prior to that. That's the prior to consciousness layer. Make sense? <coughs> Kind of. But yeah, but awesome. still thinking. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Somewhere does it somewhere does it does it feel like I know that. Somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Yes. Somewhere. So yes. The, the question that popped up was then is like is that just maybe also the Jack Carrot consciousness like you experience from that like you experience it in that perspective, but can consciousness not experience it in like whatever way it wants you to, that's the, the insight or the experience you have from... It's the experience of consciousness giving an echo of its experience to Jack character. And you interpret it in that way, or is it... I guess my brain does, but it's very visual. And I, I, I don't kind of... Ex like, the Jack character is a very small part of what I do. You know, she's 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 like she's just a small little gig in 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 kind of the service I do or the work I do. I don't know if you ever said this publicly before, but I'm just very aware that I'm 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 I'm, I'm consciousness, and then and then the I am consciousness goes away, and then there's just consciousness, and then there's part of consciousness. It's very familiar territory territory to me. And somehow the Jack character, this this knowing of what of what what's really going on behind the scenes seems to be okay in her brain. Somehow she 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 gets to see that. Is it a version of it? 
I've no way of knowing. I've no way of knowing because this is this is how the brain has has understood it. Has the brain turned it into imagery for it? I don't know. I I don't know. I I, I do f- sense that there's more of pure consciousness talking through this form, and that the brain bows down to it. The brain doesn't usually try to make sense of something. I'm fine if my brain doesn't make sense. You know, like like. I know a lot of teachers say there's mystery, there's mystery. It's like, I don't hang out in my brain enough for there to be mystery. If my brain doesn't understand it, I'm not concerned. But I'm not, I understand it. I understand it. I, I'm, my brain doesn't know crap, really. You know, it, it can try and communicate and it starts, it bows down to what I am. But it doesn't need to know anything. So it's not intrigued by things of the world. It's not intrigued. It doesn't read books. It doesn't look for evidence for what it knows. It, it, But, but the knowing, I hang out there, you see? I don't hang out in the Jack character. And the knowing is there. And the limitations of the human brain, I, I'm, I don't mind what they are. Because the energy behind what I'm saying is absolutely, absolutely the place where there's no opposite, or there's no correct or incorrect. It's what it is. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, this gentleman is uh, Initially, when you started this conversation, you were saying that you couldn't access this higher level because you're in the Jack thing. And you're going into the Jack form, that's what you said. So, so are you saying that you only can access this, that's the highest, this much higher level when you're unconscious, asleep, mm-hmm. or before you wake up, or? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Um, when so so when I go into the Jack character, the the experience that I'm everything stops, and the experience of being Jack is available. Okay. I can't run the two together. I can't run it. Is that just an idea in your head, though? I wonder. <laughs> it would feel like I'd be out because, of my body. Because you're basically. From what I've been getting, you're telling us that when we go into the back of our head, which I definitely think works, okay, that I that uh, I can't operate uh, uh, that that we should be operating with that non-duality and still be able to do duality exercise. So you're saying that. You can do it yeah. to us. Oh, that's but, but now you're, you're saying that you. Oh no, this is an entirely different layer I'm talking about now. Okay. This is kind of PhD level. Okay. But what we're talking about is going to get you to wake up. That's waking up. Oh yeah, yeah. And and even from the back of your body, back of your head, mm-hmm. operating from there, yeah, that's awakening. That's enlightenment. And there's more than that to get you to liberation. But. Maybe the reason I have access to all this other stuff is because my gig is to be a teacher. Yeah. I think that's why I can do it. It's nothing special at all, because we all do it. We just forget. We can't bring that information to here. But we all do that. That's how we all wake up in the morning. We all are. All of us. We all are. It's nothing. Don't, don't, you know, there's nothing special about this Jack character. This is just the role of a teacher. So somehow I just seem to remember it, or I can bring it here. Okay. But you don't need to do it. All you need to do is live from the back. Okay. So That's being awake. 
what you're saying is that you can, they, like I, I feel like I could do that, the the dual, the non-dual and the yes. dual, right? Yes. I mean, Wonderful. when I step back, you Wonderful. know. The thing is, you're saying though that it, it at a certain level you you can't do both, okay? No, no, I'm not saying that. I mean, you as can't it, do both as far as consciously. Not the fact that it's not happening at all. Of course, it's happening, but the point is, you can't. You're not accessing that high level at the same time that you're doing the Jack story. There is no Jack story in that high level. It doesn't exist at all. Okay. It really doesn't exist. Because this actually okay. doesn't exist. Alright. Do you see? Yeah, yeah. That's why. It's not anywhere. I got it. Good for you. That's great. Really, that's, that's great. Yeah. You can see how this is and it isn't. Mm-hmm. How it is and it isn't. Because that wisdom is part of waking up. Mm-hmm. It's and for some it's just a feeling, it's a sense, it's like I know it, but if my mind goes in there, it's not. Of course, your mind will say it's a mystery or something's like it. Don't even go there. Don't even go there. So consciously, awarely, can you go into that highest level right now? Yes. Okay. And how will that affect your interaction with us? Yeah. Um what what happens <clears throat> is is and it's happened a few times at Satsang, you you'd have You'd have seen it, Connie, a few times. I go into this very serious, long-drawn face, apparently, and my body's frozen. And I, there's no... My body functions, but like, as in I'm breathing, but there's nothing. Absolutely can't lift, can't... I can hear, but I have no capacity to move well, my body. Deep sleep is sort of like that, too, right? Yes. I mean, yeah. Yes, deep sleep is like that. It's a samadhi of sorts or something. I don't know what to call it. But, but yeah, it's like a deep sleep. Exactly. But I'm sitting up and I look like I'm just way out there. And I am. I'm way out there. It's like there isn't enough bandwidth or something to, to, to allow anything beyond basic functioning to happen here. Do you consciously, purposely go into that? No. No. How does it feel? Can you make, do you have feelings in that? No, I don't. But you know what's amazing is when I'm coming back, when there's enough of me switching back on, like to be able to communicate and talk mm-hmm. and move my hands and stuff, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. <gasps> That's beautiful. It's like everything is beautiful. It's like, I, I, I think what happens is like I'm going through the vibration of the absolutes. Absolute beauty, absolute truth, absolute love. And there's no perception of duality at all. It's like it's just too far away yet. Mm-hmm. That lens is just too far out because it's all switched off. Because something else is playing, you know? And as I'm coming back in, it's like everything is like carpet is beauty itself. I mean, you know, to the dualistic mind it sounds nuts. You're still in that frozen sort of state. No, as I'm coming back. I'm beginning to come back and I'm like it's very slowly moving and having a glass very slowly everything is in slow-mo and and it's beautiful and then of course in comes the world again you know mm-hmm. yeah. so the typical state for you would in this form for mm-hmm. as Jack would be that you're non-dual yes. looking at applying that into the dual world so you have yes and a step behind the non-dual yeah. it's the tree it's the step behind the non-dual yeah 
So the identity with consciousness drops, the vastness goes. That I, I just peel away the idea of existence, a few other concepts that are still running and can be beautifully hidden in that non-dual behind view. A few of those concepts go as well. So it's just a step behind the non-dual. So you see, ah, there's the non-dual where, where I see everything is connected. And that's beautiful because it's, it's natural for the body and it's relaxed and it's lovely. Wait, wait a second. I'm trying to get the difference between mm-hmm. the non-dual and this other step yeah. that you say is behind it. Can yeah. go over that? Okay. So from the non-dual, there's a few concepts still running that have to be seen through. The sense of vastness or spaciousness, chuck it out. Any identity with, yeah, I, I am consciousness. And I use that term too a lot, but it's only valid there, as far as there. Are you talking about in the non-dual? Or in yeah, the... in the non-dual. Okay. What has to leave the non-dual? That's what I'm talking about. Things leave the non-dual and, and there's a prior to the non-dual. So it's, you're out of the state of consciousness? Oh, I'm a little confused. What, okay, what you... identity with, with, with consciousness. Because there's a feeling of like, gosh, I'm all of it. Some people get that. Like, I, gosh, I'm everything. I'm the tree. I'm. So that layer of identity goes. You mightn't get that layer. It's fine if you don't. It's great. You bypass something. Well, when I go into this non-dual state, yeah. I, I definitely feel like an individual still, though. Do you? So, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm an individual seeing the real picture, right? Right. That's, that's okay. what I feel like. So, okay. you're saying that all you don't experience that sense that you're still an entity that's observing, right? I go into the observation mode. Uh, so you don't have that when you go into the non-dual? No, there's a sense of the Jack character, but it's very, very tiny. It's only a sense. No, I don't see that I'm viewing the world as an individual, no. Okay. That's gone. That's the identity, that I'm an individual, you okay. know? That's gone. That's the identity. Now, you talk about self-confidence as being a, you know, like a lot of people say that they, you know, like, um, I can't remember the speaker's name, but a lot of them say the tragedy, and when you get really bad, that's when you, when, when, when you can become enlightened because you've real, hit the bottom, and now you can, get, you can give up on the real world. And yours some. is just the opposite, where you say, listen, the more self-confidence you are in this current life, et cetera, the easier it is. So, Yeah. Yeah. If trauma is going to happen, if you're going to wake up through deep pain, you can't avoid that. Okay. If you're going to get into the depths of awful experiences and that's your wake-up call, that's going to come for you. But most people are just kind of living a regular life, pretty much, mm-hmm. with being knocked about the place every now and then and highs and lows. And Most of us' life is like that, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm kind of talking to that group. It's like, all right. What do we do here? When people wake up from the depth, it's going to happen anyway. It's like they're so deep down if they burst through rather than diving back up again. It, it just bursts through. So that, that, that's being motivated by the pain. That has its own momentum. But when that's not running... You know, I, I understand you recommend these people that talk about taking care of childhood drama and past and all that, it uh, kind of surprises me, you know what I mean? It, it seems like what, the way you're generally operating, 
it's sort of a, a level up from that. I mean, I'm talking about yeah. what you're selling us here yeah. is a, a level up. Yeah. So why would you recommend getting into this kind of past stuff, which is a bunch of memories, a bunch yeah. of junk, right? I mean, why would you even yeah. bother? Let's just get... Yeah. Right, you know, which For the first few years, I did that. I just did, like, cut all concepts, cut all concepts. There's nothing to be healed. Give up your story, give up your drama. Right. And you know what? The drama kept... It's like... You're talking about yourself, personally? Yeah, doing this work. Because it's just like, let's just cut the concepts. There's nothing to be it. Forget it. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut the concepts. And I spoke only from there. And I would go back six months later or a year later to the same group and the same frigging drama, the same <laughs> stories again and again and again. It's like, this stuff isn't going to go away. I'm jumping too much. I'm not able for it. So I thought, okay, come back down and just give people the loving that they didn't have. Give, give people the sense of like, okay, it's okay for me to let my word story go. It's like, if that's what's needed, that's where I'll go. So it's kind of like the spectrum is that wide. But if there's nothing that keeps coming up, which is an old belief system from your childhood, it's good for you. Good for you. You're already jumping ahead. Well, when I got out of that chase in the past, it seemed like it was a big relief and much more real and intelligent and a and, and, you know, my life got much better not having that, uh, you know, I'm a victim of my past yes. nonsense, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Some people aren't able to shed it, though. What? The, some people are not able to shed it, right. the victim of their past. They're, they're in the, that's the movie that's playing for them, is being a victim of their past. It's mm-hmm. the movie that's playing. And it's like, okay, if that's where you're at, I'll go there with you. Right. And maybe I'll change my technique again down the line. I don't know. It kind of does what it wants. It's not a decision I make, you know? Right. Unless, unless it's like, jeepers, I'm hitting my head off a wall here. What's going on, you know? Got to do something different, you know? Thanks yeah. for that explanation. Yeah, sure. No problem. Yeah. Yes. yes, Tom. Tom, what are you... Jack, what you're describing, there's no room for fear, first of all. That's the you talking about. Mm-hmm. Yes, it doesn't exist. No, it's totally a fabrication of your fantasy capacity. Because yeah. <laughs> we did the exercise I, after the second one. Like, okay. Hey, well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would continue, but I, I do have a sense something is always seen. It's, something is always seen. Part of there's, it's all, there's always seen. Yes. Yeah, it is always seen. Yes. You know. um, Great. But the other part was that I don't need to take this seriously in the sense that don't get hung up about it. I can think yes. You know, it's, it, yes. If it's already. The, yes. time, the whole issue is time. It's what really got me. Aha. Aha. That's beyond mental understanding, is what you're telling me. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe we can make concepts about it, but the real experience is beyond that. Yeah, but you know the real experience of it. I'm trying to remind you that you know it as good right. as I do. And that's that's and, and so as I sit here, and, you know, this is unspeakable. That's really that's as far as I can get with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can put words to it, you know, in describing it, it's there's an experience of just. Yes, it gives. Yeah, hopefully you can access it. Yeah, just through the words I'm using. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Good. Good. It takes but I can't because it's beyond understanding. It's beyond yeah. conceptualization. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Because I watch you speak, you know, and, you, and you, you're like, it's almost like you're about to barf. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. you can't get the words out. Yeah. And I, here I am. Yeah. Doing the same thing. That's it, doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, my brain scrambles trying to find language for something that, yeah. Yeah. Yes? I'm really grateful for this exchange. Uh, because I was curious as to like the downloads that you get to and further this teaching. You know, I mean, how what is that experience like? Do you go back? Do you get them when you're in pure consciousness and then they go into the Jack story, or is it from just the exchanges and and then you get something? It's amazing to me. Like when I talk right now, or when yeah. I meet somebody, when a anything, I because it just seems like you're you, you, you're on an avenue, and something is going through, coming through, yeah, for you. But the basic teaching, the structure of this, is really incredible. You know, and I'm just wondering, did that, what did it, was it rolled out to you? Uh, through experience, through time and experience, or in what form were you in when you received it? It's, it's, it's all a consequence of the Jack character wanting to have as much self-honesty mm. and integrity as she can possibly have. Yeah. I'm like a dog with a bone with those values. And, and that's the thing that's behind all of it. And I don't know how that links in yet. I, I don't know how that links in. And I did play with, with, with dropping those values in case there was attachment to them and did some things that I would be in jail for. Um, but I didn't get caught, you know. So, uh, and I just thought, nah, nah, I, I can't. I actually can't shed these. It's not an attachment to these. It's actually, these are the core engine that, that, that's part of this form, and that's it, this woman. And yeah, it's 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 about it's it's not because it's not because of the teaching or it's not to honor that, it's actually myself. Okay. It's all about the Jack character growing and whatever makes her grow and expand. And it's often through service. You know, that's how I grow, it's through service. That's always it's always been there. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's my own evolution, really. And this is the consequence of it. Are you, I'm assuming that you don't react, and you only respond to things. Is that correct? Like, for instance, yeah, if somebody got in front of you in line, and then another person, and they just kept on pushing you back, you're not going to have a sense of irritation on that. Is that correct? Very rarely. I, I no. Definitely never at satsang. Definitely never. Irritation. No, I don't even get irritated with my husband. Or, or somebody tells you <laughs> that you that, that you have multiple melanoma on a cancer thing, and the idea, and it comes into you, and you, yeah, you, 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 it's just a positive, another idea. It's not. That's right. Do. Exactly. Things come as another idea, and it's like, all right, so that means I'm going to have to. Rejig the next two weeks because I have to have surgery, and it's just a pain in the ass because I have to reorganize my schedule. But nothing other than that. 
to be very practical stuff, but there'd be no emotional reaction. Emotional reactions, no, they what don't about, happen. What about physical pain and uh, suffering? I mean, if your body is yeah. really aggravated, you don't go into any, there's no depression that comes no. from What if the condition is worsening physically? In other words, there's, there's really realistically no hope for you, and the condition is going to be more pain, and there's no way you can get out of it. So you don't suffer, you don't no. have any feelings. No, and, and I had a great example last year because I fractured my spine and did a, a lot of other damage to my back, and I spent three months lying flat because I just had, I'm not doing surgery. It was just very clear, I'm just not doing surgery, so let's just Google lying on my back, how can I heal this thing? And, you know, my doctor was kind of saying, you have to take these drugs. And I said, but I'm fine, I'm fine. There's pain, but I'm not suffering. And she's looking at me like, you need to take these because the wear and tear of this level of pain on your body. And I took them for like two days or something. I said, for goodness sake, I'm not suffering. There's pain in my body. But it was great because day after day after day, I was lying there, you know, gosh, how could you make this suffering? You know, how could you make, because, you know, my mother calls and she just says, are you suffering? I'm trying to find, how, how do you suffer? It's like I've lost the wiring. The body's in pain, ma'am. The body's in pain, that's it, you know? The body's in pain, but, but I'm fine. I'm totally fine. So, it was great to test it. Now, what, to get to that point, which is, I think, beyond this, just this non-dual stuff. <laughs> that's available in the non-dual, because if you know you're not your body, you see, the body is, is in the dualistic perspective, and the body is, sure, it's, it's in a lot of pain. But if your attention is behind, there's no pain there. So it's like, yeah, my body's in pain, but, but I'm totally able to access and hang out in the place of where it's not touched by that. It's not out of avoidance, it's simply because it's home, and you know it's more real than whatever's playing out here in the movie land. I love this conversation. I just, I'm kind of curious. I feel like in my life I've gotten a few glimpses of what we're trying to really head towards, which I'm going to call it awakening for the lack of anything else. Sure. Have you found, because you're living the human experience and separate from the teacher part of you whose dharma is clearly here to offer us song, separate from that, in the human experience, and I'm asking it for a personal for my own personal reference, I've noticed that when there has been those moments when I've really been living behind, yes, it, as it seems to me that others around me in my personal life feel that there's a bit of a detachment hmm. and um, I can watch myself the sage who's the mother, the wife, the daughter, the sister, and I can see myself in the roles of what my current human experience is. Yes. But I find myself seeming to hurt people, and although I clearly know I'm not doing it, it seems as if I don't know how to be in this dualistic, non-dualistic way without staying a little bit more detached Mm. And it seems as if others around 
view that detachment as I don't care, mm. I'm not interested, mm. or you know, the human experience, like the sage, you know. Yes. And and I just am wondering if you could speak to that a little bit, being that you are living this human experience and I don't know any more about your personal life besides you sharing that you have a husband and now I hear that you have a mother. Is is there a, <laughs> you know I would love if you could just spend a few minutes just talking about that. Like, being the authentic, like, really, like, I, I know I've come to wake up in this lifetime, and I know I've chosen this human experience. Okay. And I'm certain I've chosen everyone around, and they've chosen me. Yeah. I'm just at that interesting stage of, I don't know, and then I find myself, like, pulling back and then going back, and I, I watch myself going into that human experience and just playing that role because sometimes it's just easier. Okay. And yet I know to thine own self be true, I'm jipping myself every time I do that. Don't jip yourself. Okay. Gotta stop that. Mm-hmm. You, you can't compromise at that. You can't do that kind of compromising. That's self sabotage. It's not what you're here to do. All right? We're drawing a line under that. You yes. can't do that no more. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> it's other people's experience that you're detached. Do you feel detached? Do you feel you've. Okay. Is it that you're not attached? Or that you've actually pushed something away? Living in that different paradigm, there isn't that good or bad, right or wrong. It's just, it's like just watching the film. Okay. I'm just watching it go. Okay. So if someone has a certain reaction, in that space when I'm behind the line, it just is the reaction. So there's no juice for me. Yes. Okay, very good. All right. So when we stabilize, when this becomes absolutely normal and you're viewing from the wider view all the time, and it's, you've kind of forgotten what it was like to go into the human experience and only view from the human experience, when it stabilizes... The jargon we use is that it becomes embodied or integrated. And what really happens is that your heart opens in a different way. And compassion and kindness flows. That's probably what people are expecting somewhere because their own knowing, whether it's in their human brain or not, their own knowing knows that when it settles and it's consolidated within you, this living from that natural state that is prior, if you're living from there, it will settle and your heart will open and love and compassion happens. And you will know even if it hurts somebody, it's coming from a place of compassion. You just know it. You just know it. So the non-attachment, the detachment, there's just love there. So the energy they feel from you is loving. Whether they react or reject that is another story. And it actually will go completely over your head, what they do with it. It will go over your head because it's too deep in storyland. It's like it's too far away to go in to try and comprehend it. So there's something about the integration that opens the heart. Compassion and kindness. Play with those and say, okay, what, what, what would it look like? You can't make them happen, but they're the next thing. Mm-hmm. Consequence of integration, mm-hmm. of staying there all the time. 
Yeah, my experience is exactly like Sage's uh, in the sense that when I go into this uh, non-dual state, everything becomes neutral. Mm-hmm. Okay. The good thing about it is I lose all the negative emotions, right? Yes. The, but also, I, I, there's a feeling that I'm not getting the enthusiasm and the, because, you know, something happens that's positive and it's just another neutral event to me. Yes. And, and so I'm, I'm missing out on this joy of joy de bar or whatever, you, how, do you, how you say that, uh, of life, but, not, but, it's, but it's a calm, serene spot, but it, it doesn't have that excitement of, of having those uh, higher emotions either. You know, I'm losing the lower, but I'm losing the higher uh, positive emotions too. Huh, it's funny that you feel that that's a loss. That's, that's a funny one, that that idea is there, you know, that you experience it as, as that you're missing out on the buzz, the fun. It's funny that you feel that that's a loss. Why would it be funny? I mean, it, it's unusual. I mean, when you strange. laugh. No, I don't mean funny. Laugh, I mean, no, but when you, I'm not talking about laughing at me. I'm just like, when I see you laugh, you're, you're, you're experiencing something that's, you're not being neutral on it. You're actually enjoying that experience and you're demonstrated in, by laughing, right? Yeah. So when yeah. I go into that Newell study, I kind of look at everything evenly yeah. and it, it doesn't have these positive or negative effects. Yeah. I, I, I went through a phase of learning how to re-engage in life. I, I did have that neutrality all the time, totally neutrality. I remember I had one sister who says, it's like you're stoned. It's like I've lost you, I can't exactly. find you, I can't touch you, I can't, and it's like you're stoned all the time. And I'm like, well, tough shit, really. You know, like, oh, really? <laughs> you know, yeah, it's just like, you know. And so practice and experience? So, life did it. Life did it. Uh, it's like I was in that zone for long enough for it to stabilize that the ability to engage in the world in a new way without getting sucked in Mm. I had to learn how to do it, and, and life did it. But so Being, you still don't experience the negative reactions. No, and I experience the positive ones in a different way. Okay. I had to learn how to do it. I remember being in scenarios of like, okay, I'm going to go out socially to this. I have absolutely nothing to yeah, say. No, no, no. So what do people talk about again? <laughs> it's like I had to kind of relearn things. What, what, what do I have to talk about? What, what, what could be a story? You know, mm-hmm. and, and and I used to prepare stories to actually try mm-hmm. and kind of crank up some kind of conversational thing. I, I I had to relearn it, but it kind of happened naturally. It was like, no, I need to be able to do this. I need. There was a feeling that I needed to become ordinary again, and dip back in. You know. So it took a while. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It took a while. And I was a few years, like you're talking about, with just no, just totally neutral, totally neutral. But it was stabilizing. Yeah. So if if you feel you're missing something, there's either something a bit strange about that concept that you're missing something. Something is not kind of clean enough. That you think there's something better in the world. It's the first thing I would check out. And then if you're happy enough with like, no, it's not actually. It's just a, a pull to re-engage in life in a, diff- in, in a new way. Because you can't re-engage the old way because it's, there's so much more. You know there's so much more. And another place to live from. 
you know, I find I can go into these states consciously, but if I'm, if something happens that uh, I get, you know, I react, I still am reacting to uh, what I perceive as, uh, it's not even, it's not conscious, it's just this automatic negative, uh. you know, I get angry over something or, uh. even though I'm, when I'm not having that immediate, acute experience, I'm kind of able to go into it at will, this non-dualistic. But, right. But when something pushes my button... That's worth digging out. Yeah. That's worth digging out. To deconstruct that button. Yeah. And you recommend doing that how? It's about understanding how, how that button is works. Some people write about it. Some people go to therapy for it. Some people, you know, it's like, all right, what's the what 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 does it feel like? What's the thought? Bring, put it apart for yourself. Mm. Pull it apart. When that when that button gets pressed, how do I feel? What thoughts are running? What beliefs are running? What's still in place to make that happen? Deconstruct it, because it's only set up with ideas that you can't see yet. So your awareness comes from the button is pressed. I'm interested in what are all the four or five steps that make that button, the, what's hidden underneath it, that make that button a, a plausible response for you. Let's, let's pull it back. It's made up of beliefs and ideas that you just haven't recognized yet that are still there. You're invested in something. Is that what you did? Oh, yeah. And I used every method in the world. Eight years of therapy, like started that when I was 19. I mean, ayahuasca camps, I mean, anything, <laughs> LSD, anything, anything. Magic mushrooms, anything. <laughs> you know, all and of they, it. Would you recommend ayahuasca? If you have a really good shaman, yes, it's fantastic. Especially if you're pretty open. If you have a good bit of work done, it's good. What about MDMA? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't tried it, but I hear good things. You're supposed to be the best. Yeah. I had a friend who used to make it. <laughs> yeah. I used to do all this. Yeah. 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 I hear it's good. Yeah. But do it with somebody who, who can hold the space for you. You got a recommendation on a shaman? <laughs> Are you prepared to go to South America or someplace, Fred? I don't have any problem going to South America. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then I'll take your email. Okay. Right. Yes, Brian. To the button, the, what, the button. Tool, yeah, tool that I like deconstructing is I'm upset because yeah, like when I point the finger, looking at how is that, how is that not about out there? How yes, it about it's about me. Oh yeah, it's about ourselves. It's never about the other person. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's our own ideas and our own belief system. It's never about the outside. The outside is just a mirror to make us see our own crap. Uh, Tommy, you had your hand up, yeah. Yeah, just would. I, I'm making up a concept here, but if there were a take home message, live your life as best as you can as a human being, knowing that you're not. That you're not a human being? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That you are and that you aren't. Yeah, would that. Yeah. Was, and I keep thinking, I'm just a pawn. Yes. I, but that pawn. There's a con- that's conceptual stuff I don't quite like, or I'm a mechanism, automaton. 
something. It's not personal, I guess. Yes, is that? Yes. But again, I recognize this is another concept to take out, but. But it's fine. Absolutely. If it shifts your perspective, great. And don't take anything seriously. Yeah, I can't. Only the personal perspectives take something seriously. Yeah. That fades out. Yeah. During this whole conversation, I mentioned you, there's there's something going on here that I, it's ungraspable. Yes. It truly is. Yes. It's delicious, too. That it's what? Delicious. It's delicious, yeah. Yeah, it does bring that yeah. feeling up. Good. It's, it's not, it's beyond sensation. Yes. Yes, is that? Yes. It's, it's yes. Yes. See? Okay. Yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah. So, you know, what I talked to you about yesterday seems so what? Yes, it's so what? Yes. You know, and. Um, yes. And so. I feel like, okay, so are we like just consciousness playing? Yes. So so if what I think about is when I, I can remember being maybe five and I used to sit and think about dying. I know that's kind of weird probably, but, and I would be like, what's out there? Yes. I don't even know where that thought came from, uh-huh. but I would think like of a black hole right. and be afraid Oh, what's out there, but what is out there? Because when you keep talking about is consciousness, uh, then there's something else there. And then what is out what is out there? Is it like so consciousness is just another idea? At one level, yes, and at another level, no. Because even when all concepts die out consciousness is Yeah, it's like consciousness is kind of the source of it. Source of it. That's just the word we put on it, but it's the source of it even before we get into concepts. So we are really, really everything. Yeah, we're really everything. And then it's the absence of that we being something. Whip away that concept. That's the out there. When those concepts are gone existence, vastness, space, location, out there, in here. Pull away all those ideas. I'm not afraid. That's right. There's no fear there. I still don't... I, I, I don't want to waste time right now with this, but I, I feel like I need to talk to Brian about <laughs> I still am not understanding, standing behind myself. I mean, I know it's like like probably the most basic idea. It, for you, it might be down in your pelvic bowl. Drop deeper. Drop deep into the core of your being and let it talk to you. That's a good place And you'll find that, okay, I, I, my brain can get kind of wisdom from there, but actually it's still and it's quiet, even deeper than the wisdom part. It's still and it's quiet. Stay there. But you know, next week, you're going to have to make decisions about your life. So while we know all this stuff, because you know what I'm talking about, we're finding language between us. But but still, you're going to have to decide what to do about your career and, right. and your daily living and your health. And Sure, sure, there's room for all of it. 
We have this incredible capacity to do all of it. So don't deny any of it. Of course there's a so what when we're talking about the bigger picture because you see the perspective of the personal life is just a, hardly a grain of sand, you know? Mm-hmm. But yet, next Thursday morning, that grain of sand might be the size of the universe. I also have a great compassion for that person right now. Great. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I mean, I have always had compassion for other people. Ah. But now I see that person as needing that compassion for them. Of course. Of course. Our relationship with ourselves is kind of the core of it, you know? Yeah. All turns and their loads of love and have to make it right for her, you know? So that she gets a more balanced life and get back on track, one that's wholesome for her. You know, so you have to make some decisions. Do it. Just do it. Consequences don't matter. If it's right for you, it's going to be right for everybody else. That's for sure. Yes, Karen? Yes. I've been practicing the line that you said? Yes. And setting the tension behind. Do you want the cantier? Do you want to come up? Oh, yes. It's it, it, yes. a question, question, yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, I've been practicing yeah. about the line yeah. and setting the attention behind. Uh-huh. And uh, I feel like like you are here. Like like my body's in here again. Yes. Your body isn't here. Is here. Is here, okay. In like this is a screen. Yes. Yes, this is a screen. And then I'm part of the screen again, but the body. <coughs> the body's part of the screen. Yes. That's what I'm experiencing. Yes. And whenever I do it, the uh, fear comes from in the belly. Ah. Like a sensation here, very powerful. Ah. And uh, that distracts me. <laughs> aha. Aha. So here we go. Yeah. So the fear comes from the ego because it thinks it's going to be annihilated. Mm. And it doesn't exist, actually. But the story it runs is in order for it to survive and gain more momentum, it, it runs fear so that you'd stop. Hmm? So I just experienced it, that that's, that's it? Aha. Uh-huh. Take no notice of the Let fear. Let the character experience it? Yes. The body? Yes. Yes, you're either going to bow down to fear or you're just going to see that, yeah, yeah, that's just the, the ego, the remnants of identification, just getting nervous, you know, just the fight for survival. It's natural. Let it be there. Ego's going to die. But it usually dies kicking and fighting. The other option is to go into the fear and pull it apart, but uh, my sense is with you, you kind of don't have to. That if you stay behind... Yes, I sense that too. Yeah. Yes, it comes very powerfully, but I'm not um, very interested. In yes, it. you're not very interested in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're able to, to stay outside of it and let it dance. So that's going to be here for a while? Is Everybody's a little bit different. I don't think it's going to be there long for you. That's, that's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. Because you, you have no interest in it. So it's going to give up, you know? And um, in the functioning of the body and the thoughts, they will just go by themselves? Yeah, they, they, yeah, sure. It does its own thing, just like your body is doing its own thing now. No? Functioning happens. It's like we have enough training and habits from living a life for that to, you know, you'll still remember how to drive the car and stuff like this, you know? For some of us, when, when it's very abrupt, you have to relearn. Like I remember carrying, gosh, I remember there was a phase in India where everything got wiped and I, I used to keep my passport beside the bed and, and just look every morning and then I would look in the mirror and say, okay, Jack, Jacqueline O'Keefe is my legal name, Jacqueline O'Keefe. And I would look and look and say, okay. And I kind of crank up the program to try and remember who I was, born in 1967, okay. Right, what, what year is it? And I had that written someplace else. And I would literally, it's almost like Groundhog Day. But, but you know, I, I, was, I was doing that for a few months, maybe five or six months, of trying to, like, you know, find the program, find the program to, to, to run the day. But, but I wasn't in the world. I take, took myself out of the world. That was just the way my life went. I took myself completely out of the world. When you're in the world, it seems to be more gradual. You don't get such a wipeout of all your neurological pathways because you're using them daily. Because oh, okay. you're talking, because you're holding down a job, because you're relating to whom you live with, and you're going to the grocery store. So because you're doing these things, but if you go for the monastic life, everything has shut off. Like Ramana Maharshi, you know, he, he couldn't do anything. He was just sitting there and rats were eating his legs. He couldn't do anything. Couldn't move his body. People had to put food in front of him. And he was starving, but he had no capacity to engage. Too much got wiped out together. You see? Mm-hmm. But if we're living a regular life, then you're, you're keeping basic neurology going. So functioning will continue. Okay, that's very, very useful because I'm married and I say that I'm going to do things. <laughs> and then I forgot and I get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, that could be very, very, very irritating because sure because she she like uh, screams to me or says things to me yeah and I'm like how do I tell you that and I tell her I tell her I don't remember that yes like, saying yes. that or yes or experiencing that yes yeah that's that's the neurology you can't do anything about that well maybe you can I just don't know the answer because I'm like that too. Yeah. Uh, okay. My husband would say, like, why didn't you do such and such? I'm like, I don't know, it just didn't happen. How do you mean it didn't happen? Why didn't you do it? I'm like, it actually just didn't happen, and my brain wasn't working in that way to try and remember something because there was nothing going on. How could there be nothing? Go- I'm like, if you keep asking me these questions, you're just going to get frustrated because all I can do is just tell you how it is. It just didn't happen. That's it. Everything else, I can make up a story for your mind to accept. And I say all this to him, and now he's eventually getting it. You know, he's, he's getting insights. But, uh, you know, I'm like painfully explaining how it works to him. I don't know any other way. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe it'll give you a glimpse of like, this is how my mind is working. And it's actually a good thing. It's a good thing. And, and life will go on if I forgot to do A, B, C, D. We'll still manage okay, you know. 
It'll just be a little bit different to how it was if we were controlling everything. But let's just try this, you know, and, and let's be looser. Okay. You know? Okay. I have another small question. Yes. If, if I may. Of um, course. Mm, this, this body and this mind get very... The mind gets a lot of thoughts and the body gets a lot of stress. But I notice that that happens whenever there's a full moon. Uh-huh. Or there's a, a, a sunstorm or some planetary movement. Yeah. I begin to feel that my mind is with a lot of thoughts. Yes. yes. The body is like stressed and angry and irritable. Yes. And, and I don't know what to do because it's, it's very powerful indeed. Yes. And that like kind of gets me into the, the story. Yes. The story that, yeah. that me, this uh, Carlos, is. He's very irritated, and she, he has to, to work and go to get classes, ah. and all of that, like, pulls me. Pulls you into the story. Yes, there. because all the stress and all the ideas, and yes. all. Yes. But, but Carlos is a puppet, mm-hmm. and these things in nature affect the puppet. And if there's total acceptance of that and understanding of that, then there won't be a reaction, because mm-hmm. you're having a reaction. Yes. And that brings you into the story. But understanding, true understanding, stops the reactions. One thing that will probably throw you as well is Mercury retrograde. Have you come across that? No. In astrology, it's, it, it's yeah, mm-hmm, from the audience someplace. <laughs> it was four times this year. There's an next one is in December. It was oh, yes, 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 yes. I just, I just know. Yeah, it's worth Googling that and just making note of when it is because... Man, it's just chaotic, chaotic. It's like one step forward and three steps backwards. But I just try to spend more time in nature during those times. Okay. That's what I do. It's just like, look, leave the computer, switch it off, go for a walk, sit under a tree, you know, talk to the neighbor's dog for a bit. Just like disconnect from the chaos that the planet is, is doing. Because it's like when there's not a lot going on, we pick up this other stuff. Oh, okay. Because there's just not a lot going on, you know? So, so then you're kind of, you're available, you know, to feel the brunt of all the things that other people might notice. Oh, okay. Because you know? that just happened when I just uh, wake up and I feel, and then I Google something like yeah. full moon or yeah. sunstorm and it's happening. And it's and then, happening. Oh, that's it. Yeah. That's it. And two days before yeah. that event, I yeah. feel, I start to feel like You that. feel it's coming. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And two days after. Yeah, yeah. So find a way to manage it. Find a way to manage it. It's just, you know, the body-mind is a puppet and it just needs to be managed differently at those times. That's all. Okay, like nature? Yeah, nature nature. is wonderful. Nature, the sea, whatever works for you. Nature. Nature has its own rhythm, its own beat. And so if we're aligning with something chaotic up there in the lunar cycle... We can, we can align, actually, with something that's of the earth that has a more steady pulsation. So it's like, okay, I've got to tune out of that frequency and tune into the nature frequency. Okay. It works. Okay. And the other thing, and then um, they just let this fear stay, stay here. The, the first yeah, question. I think the best thing you can do is do nothing about them. Yeah, and just like, yeah, that's that's just some kind of fight for survival going on. So what? So what? And stay outside of it. 
If it sucks you in, okay, now we've got to deal with it. But otherwise, I wouldn't touch what's not screaming so loudly that it, you're in there. If you can still stay at home in the wider view, excellent. Stay there. Stay there. Don't feed it. The greatest fuel for fear is your attention. That's what makes it huge, is your attention. It will die off if you don't feed it. I feel that, that in this view, wider view, uh, I, f I have the power not to feed it. You have the power not, not to, to feed it. Not to feed it. Yeah, not to feed it, yes. Yes, to feed it, not yes. to feed it. I, I think so too. It's like it's there. Yeah. I feel the strong reactions. Yeah. I feel the gut reactions yeah. and the chemicals that you said. Yeah. But, But your body is feeling it. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. I'm, st I'm still doing things anyway. Yes, exactly, exactly. Mm. Okay, that, that will be all, but thank you very much. You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome. Uh -huh. No, no, that's all right. I just want to ask a question. Now, you, you, <laughs> the 90,000 thoughts that people, yeah. that's what they say, go through their mind. Yeah. Now, when I go into this non-dualistic state, I don't have a reaction to the thoughts. Yeah, right? that's right. Uh, but does the quantity of them, or, or does that go down when you kind of uh, settle into this more permanently? Or, I mean, you still are having this random uh, stream of thoughts going through, or what's going on with you? Yeah, so for a couple of years, about two years, there was no thoughts at all. No nighttime dreams, no thoughts, no daydreams, nothing. I totally forgot what thinking was. It was gone. Um, obviously, because I couldn't even think the thought that thinking it was gone. I didn't even have the thought. It was only when it started to come back, it's like, oh, oh. After it came back, and since then, I do feel that my mind was probably running the same garbage, but that my perception of it was totally different. Somehow, I've no evidence for it, but that's my gut, is that the brain is going to do what the brain is going to do. The mind is going to run pictures, a story, or processing. It's going to do what it's going to do. But your perception of it completely changes. Just as your perception of this can show up as real, it can show up as non-real. And when it's showing up as real, darn hell, it's, it's real. And when it's showing up as not real, you, you just can't take it seriously because you know it's nothing. It's all about our perception. I don't see why that should be any different. So I think the mind is probably busy, but we're not perceiving it at all. No, you say you're perceiving it now, though, right? You got one out of that non-thought state. Yeah. Sure, thinking happens or something happens, but I just don't take any notes of it. The volume is really low. It's really low. They don't grab my attention, but, but thoughts would come. But, but they don't ever motivate an action. They don't make me do anything. You know, the thinking mind thoughts. Mm -hmm. They just don't make me do anything. It's just BS. It's not potent enough to be taken seriously to actually, for me to buy it. Mm -hmm. I, 
not believable like not believable it's just it's just mind churning stories because that's it's mechanism I, I see them differently which did you like better doesn't make any difference doesn't make any difference because whatever's happening is kind of always all right you know mm-hmm. it's all an adventure it's like even if identification started again it'd be like hey gosh what would that be like and what would that teach me and i don't know it, it, when it changes and when it moves a bit it, mm-hmm. it's just it's just fun the whole thing is kind of fun I was surprised at what you said about desire yesterday. It seems like I think you should be sitting up here. No. <laughs> Why not? Because it's just as fun sitting here. <laughs> but we <laughs> can hear you. So yeah, it's sound, it's visual. I can't remember what I was going to say now, so. If you can, it's about me, me and desire. Come on. Um. I, it seems like you over-generalized on desire, okay? I mean, like, if I have a desire for a hamburger, you know, all, there's a million desires that I'm constantly, I want things, I desire things, and, you know, there's nothing negative about them. Whereas okay. you seem to put this big negative tinge on desires in general. I mean, with, uh, so okay. what's, what's your... So- there's, there's preferences and there's desires, right? So desire is, is, is what I call desire m- might be a definition that's peculiar to myself or within okay. spiritual domains. It could be. Um, and what, the spiritual desire, maybe I should just qualify, the spiritual desire is, happens when you've lost the wider view. You're not looking from the outside and you're like, I want that. It becomes like an obsession. You get repeated, repeated, repeated thoughts about it. And you really do believe... Okay, now I, I agree with what you just right. said. Okay, now that, but it, that didn't, one, well, that it wasn't clear yesterday. Yeah, that's I, the one. That's I, I spiritual gotta, desire. I, I, I do have a, an issue. I, um, I, for about six months, I've been really getting organized, right? I mean, you know, my file systems, my clothing, getting rid of things, and, and it's really, really helped, you know, yeah. I feel better by doing it. Yeah. But, you know, when I, 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 when I got down here and I got to the beach, I realized that I've been sort of OCD, obsessive yeah. on this organization, you know, like, if, if so, a spoon is on the sink, I gotta wash it, you know what I mean? It, it, oh, okay. it, it was kind of getting to this crazy state where I kind of was feeling stressed Yes. By this. Yes. And yet I like the fact that I'm so organized, right? I mean, so I'm kind of in a quandary about whether to, about it. Yes. So it could be simply because you kind of fired the neurology, you know, around like, okay, I'm going to get my stuff organized six months ago. And sure, systems and efficiency... Of course, it helps us on loads of levels. It's practical. And somehow the neurology didn't get switched off and it just right. over-applied itself. The brain works like that, you know? So finding the balance of what's right for you. So really it's self-awareness. It's like, okay, my brain's doing this. 
I'm not going there. I'm not going to get all tight and controlling about this. It just went a bit too far. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, my systems are in place. That's it. Now I'm going to chill a bit. You might swing the other way and start throwing your clothes on the floor again every night. It's like, hold on, hold on. We'll find the balance. And that's fine if you do, if you swing the other way. Try to find the balance that's right for you. It's a, it's a, you know, we've got to kind of work with the brain. It's a bit of software. Yeah, and I, I think I got an inkling of, of the relief when I came down here and I looked at the ocean. I was out of this, I got a very uh, kind of set routine of exercises and calls and, you know, that I go through. Yeah. And it just was nice to kind of actually not be doing that routine. Great. And I realized that I was sort of, you know, that's when I realized how compulsive I was and how yeah. I was creating stress in my body and shoulders, yeah. neck, etc. So. Yeah. So you I, know what might work for somebody like you is five days on and two days of complete and total, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do now? Loosen the reins, tighten the reins, loosen the reins. That might work for you. <laughs> actually give yourself an organized time to be completely unorganized, actually, free that, flow. That's what I was thinking too, you know what I mean? So, yeah, give yourself time to like completely loosen, loosen everything. See how that works. Okay, yeah. thank you very much. Yeah, sure, you're welcome. Yeah. That's good. Yes, Barbara. Hi there. Hi. I think things just start happening to me when I get around you. Um, but there Sorry was, about that. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Um, I'm going to start with the question that I had coming in, and it sort of goes along with everything everybody's been saying, because it's about time. Okay. And over the last probably few months, and last weekend it got me into big trouble because I was supposed to pick up time when he had done this big long bike ride. I hadn't got up in the morning, I had no sense of time. Yeah. Never looked at my watch. I mean, he, he waited and waited and up 13,000 feet, and I'm just, you know. Doing nothing and, and not looking at the clock. And it's happened, it happened again this morning. It happens several times a week now. And it doesn't maybe last the whole day, but and the opposite of that is what I don't like to be late. Yes. You know, I am very organized and yes. I so it's like these two extremes. But it has gotten me into trouble. And I don't know what to do with it. I like it. I like not looking at the clock. I feel peaceful, calm. It's much, it's, I like it better. Yes. And yet I know I'm kind of can, it can be disturbing for others. Um, so that was my one thing. Uh -huh. And, um, I get these senses of peace that just kind of envelope me. Yesterday morning, I had this huge release, and it was similar to what I had here last time. And it felt like it was going back 
lifetime after lifetime after lifetime, way back, and it went on and on for a while. And I hate to keep using Tom, but he said something to me which was pretty awful, actually. Most people would have been really upset. And I had, again, this sense of peace just enveloped me. It's still there. I mean, it's still, I still feel it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, since then, we've worked all that out. Of course, and, yes. Um, but it, it feels like extremes, you know, that what's happening right now. You know, it's the time thing, the sense of peace, and otherwise I'm, I can be pretty edgy, you know, just hurrying here, hurrying there, trying to fit too many things into the day. Mm-hmm. And in those spaces, it doesn't matter. So I, I don't know, it feels, it feels a little perplexing, you know, just going from one thing to another thing. And it's been happening off and on for a while. Um, there's been some health issues, and sometimes I can be disturbed by all that, and other times it doesn't matter. Okay. So it's just the extremes the that extremes. are happening. Yeah. But it's stuff is happening. Yeah. I mean, those other things are happening. And they're not, I don't think they're bad things. Yeah. It's just I'm not sure what to do with them, I guess. Yeah. The other thing, when I woke up yesterday morning before all this release stuff happened, I had had a dream about death. And I woke up, I sat up in bed and think, I'm dying. I'm going to die. And it just felt very real. Like, I don't know how much more time I have on this planet. Yes. Maybe not a lot. And, um, And then all this release started. All this stuff just came out. Yes. Yes. Much like it was before. Uh Uh-huh. And is it okay to die? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And it gets more okay all the time. Yes. Yes. And there was a time I used to be afraid of pain, and it doesn't matter anymore either. Yeah, good for you. It doesn't make a difference. Good for you. Yeah, more and more it's becoming okay. But I also, you know, in the back of my mind or wherever it is, I just think I want to be awake completely. Yes. Yes. Be aware of how awake I am. Yes. I want, I want that awareness. I don't know if you can be aware aware of how awake you are because you lose the ability to see where you're at. You lose the ability to see yourself the further and further you go away from duality. Do you see? Oh, yes. Do you see? Okay, yeah, I do. So any sense of self, yeah. you, you really lose that. So you're not going to get that. Okay. You see? That it makes, makes sense. less and less sense. Uh-huh. The idea of waking up just sounds nuts at a certain point. It's right. like, well, what, what? So, so, so the, the mind is just the audio radio that's playing, really? You know, that's at one level. And, and, and then the ability to see any difference at all. How can you see yourself? There's no benchmark. There's no... Yeah, right. It's gone. It's gone, you see, because you're further and further away from knowing that the mind is what's... Um, believing the mind. It's like, so then how can you be somewhere? There's no trajectory. It doesn't make any sense. 
But if the timeline is so um, nebulous, that's yeah. wonderful. The one concept that's deeper than that is space. Mm. So have you seen that this isn't anywhere? Has the sense of does the sense of location come in and out? Is it ever loose? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 And where I'm there, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No just a recognition that ah, location is is moving yeah. material. That happened this morning with the fear thing. Uh huh. And uh, suddenly there was just space. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing existed. Yes. So there was nothing to be afraid of. Yes, there was nothing to be afraid of. Absolutely, yeah. nothing. Fear didn't exist. And and very good. And can space disappear? It has. It has. Okay. Hasn't this weekend, but All right. has. But you know that you know that zone yeah. that there's no space either. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Good. I wouldn't say this to everybody, but if you can access that, the no space, the no space, that'd be a very good thing to do. Okay. Because space is the first concept that 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 you know that's believed. Yeah. Space and time, and time is very loose for you. I'd love to see space yeah. a bit looser. Okay. You know? Um, time-wise, I totally get it. And what I, I do is, man, my phone, I set that timer so many times. So I set the clock to go off this morning, and then I set it for 20 minutes later, and then I set it for half an hour, and then I set it for like five minutes before I come to the room. I'm constantly set it for the next 20 minutes, the next because I should be yeah. getting ready there, I should be off the shower there, I should be having my breakfast there. Otherwise, not won't happen. Like, just it doesn't. I have no intention of, of eliminating time. It just yeah. All oh, of yeah. a sudden, time is gone. Time is gone. Yeah. And so, I'm just. I'm happy. Uh, sure. But <laughs> if there's things we gotta do in the world, yeah. then you gotta give yourself a trigger to engage that part of your mind again. Yeah. You see, because here we are. We're not in ashrams. Every. Right, we're not. We're in the world, and it's like, oops. If time well, is on it, we, Tom and I talked after that incident last weekend, and we hadn't really planned. I mean, we hadn't set the plan. He just assumed I would know, and I assumed I'd be there, and yeah. And then all of a sudden, it, it yes. was, time was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's. It, I don't plan for it. Yeah. But it, it disappeared yesterday morning and yes. it hasn't returned. Hasn't returned, yeah. Not really. Yeah. No. I, I just, uh, it's built into my lifestyle that I have to set up things to remind me. I, I just, okay. because it, it goes, it, 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 it's just not solid enough. So I just have the supports there when I have to, you know, yeah. when I've made an agreement to turn up somewhere, something. Yeah. I have to do it. It's just method now, you know? It's like, okay, I've got to be online at three o'clock today. All right, so I'm setting something at two o'clock. At uh, two o'clock, I set it at half past two, and ten to three, and then I sit down. Yeah, I, I, I got. I I found no other way around it. I just have to compensate for the part of my brain that doesn't get time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, it's it's just compensating. So far, it's been there's been no awareness that until I get into trouble about it. Yes, you know? and that's lovely that your life yeah. can be just fluid with no watch, yeah. no clocks, and clocks determining where to be. It's yeah. wonderful, you know. Roll on retirement. You know, <laughs> I can't imagine it ever being on my path, but you know, it's beautiful that you have days like that. Yeah. You know, so it, it's it allows just it that to get it, it, what perplexes me is just that the extreme, because yes. I was always so punctual and yes. hated not being on time and yes. always yes. watching the clock. And yes, now the opposite. Now the occurs, opposite. So yes, and it's not that I don't go back there once in a while, but not as Intensely. Yes, not yeah. as intensely. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But you see, when the concept of time breaks down, then then you don't have that for the habits to respond to time. Yeah. Okay. So you're breaking those habits. See, yes. yeah. The, 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 yeah, if if exactly, because they were built on the concept of time being believed. Right. So if that concept is falling away because it doesn't you know, time just doesn't make sense to you a lot of the time. So when it's gone, of course, so the habits, they have nothing. They have nothing to rest on. They're not built on any concept because everything we experience is built on a concept. That's right. Okay. So, so the more it goes, the better. <laughs> yeah. And let space go too. Spaciousness go too. Yeah. And spaciousness. Mm-hmm. And I've experienced the spaciousness for years, for a long yeah. time. Yeah. And I have experienced beyond that, but yeah. it's not yeah. routine. I, yes. I probably do need to look for that more. I would I would hang out yeah. where, okay, there's the spaciousness. Okay, deeper than that. Just yeah. whip it out of the way. Okay. Good look on that. Yeah, great. Great. It's, it's just rolling out on its own, isn't it, Barbara? Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Slowly, but we're, it is. Ah. Yeah, or not. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's doing fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. Sure. Thank you, too. Thank you, too. Do you want a cup of tea? Yes. Have a break? All right. I should, be, I should be quick. <laughs> it's fine. Take as much time as you need. Barbara's talking about time. Yeah. I have a sense of space. I can go to work, come home, and it's as if nothing ever happened. You know, nothing changed. Nothing moved. Okay. Ah. You know? huh. um, like, go out this morning, whatever, nothing's, nothing's changed, nothing's moved. Uh-huh. But in the act of doing that, things are changing, things are moving. And it could be, so the, the background of the immobility yes. is overwhelmed by the... The activity. Yes. Um, I don't get bummed out about it. I just notice it. Uh, I su- suspect it would be perhaps nicer to have the immobility in the background. But but okay. isn't that what's making it seem like nothing has changed? It has to be. Yes. It's yeah. the bleeding in of the immovable. Yeah. And now that I say that's not true, because there is a sense sometimes... A lot of things I do at work are just automatic. Uh-huh. And there's truly no mental... It's just... Yes. I don't know the word sub rosa or something. It's just below. It's automatic. Yes. You know, which is very nice. And sometimes all this stuff will go, and then I'll go, oh, look what just happened. Yes. You know, okay. Um, but 
I, I'm saying it's like space, but that's not a good word because it's beyond space. Um, when I say nothing's moved yes. within this spaciousness, I yes. can say, oh, I can make it spaciousness, but yes, it's the next layer. It's beyond that. Yeah, you know. Uh huh. Um, Very good. Um, so anyway, I just don't know if you have any comments or just that's that's the experience, and that is a frequent experience, you know. Um, but about yesterday. Yes. You know, I, you bring this a little closer to your mouth. Yeah, it just sitting at the. First, I, I love you so much that so your recommendations, they, they really mean a lot to me. I can't do that, though, what you're asking. Yes. I can't do it. Yes. It's just the first part, the practicality. Yes. You know? Uh, Can you play with the exercise? Oh, utterly. And okay. I had planned to. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, all right, well, I had this time frame in my head, but let me see what I can deal with that. I, and I'm, I want to do that. Yes. Believe me, I, I want to. Yes. But it's my Hish and I talked about it. We're just, you know, we're, let's be practical about this. Yes, of course, I, I know. And the, it, I could feel that it was practicality talking about your, uh, that it was practicality. <laughs> my sentence was that when you mentioned the two years, that that was a practical thing to do. Yeah. There's well, something. Yeah. We have mandatory retirement. Yeah, okay, perfect. So I there have we go. to retire. Perfect. At least that part of it. That's Yeah, that'll you be know. determined. So that makes more sense. But still, do what Abraham did. Was it Abraham? Who, who, yeah. Was it? Yeah, do what he did. Go up the mountain still with the kid, you know? Yeah. You know, and go through, all right, let's say I am. Because the amount of things that you see there are well worth exploring. Yeah. It really doesn't matter if you if if, if you quit the job or not. It really isn't about that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that, and what, that's what yeah. I was listening to. The whole discussion this morning was like just to see, just deconstructing these yes. parts of the mind here. Yes, that's the gig. Ooh, yeah, boy, this Jack character. <laughs> well, this is not an individual woman here. There's some. It's beyond human being. Yeah, because we all are that. I understand you, that. You know? Yeah. yeah. But now I, I began seeing, oh, my relation that I've been relating to you is, you know, uh, person to person. That ain't it. You know, that's that's not right either. Uh, but that's what happens. That's what happens. Because there's okay. a woman who, yeah. has, you know, who knows the Tom character too, you right. know, there's right. a relationship there too. So. But it took the seriousness out of it, I suspect. Right. You know, all I... Right. And I'm getting speechless with a lot of this stuff. Which, okay. But and it was the practicality. And, it, and when you did the fear thing, I was done in two steps. Yeah. You know, because okay. I said, okay, I, I go to work tomorrow morning. I said, fellas, take me off the schedule. I'm gone. Yeah. And they went with this animal. They said, okay, yeah, I don't know what happened. And I deal with it. Yeah. Um, but. But I'd be dealing with it, right? You know. Yes. Why deal with it? Yes. You know, it's like, all right, I can still deal with it now. Yes. With that charge that you've given me. Yes. It's, and that's why I'm bringing it up. So, yes. what do you think? Or what's the, what's your yes. your read on this? So, so you you ask the question yourself that I'm going to say back to you. Why why deal with it? Why is it? Why would it would your relationship with mopping up the 
you know, a sudden quitting of work? Why would it be so severe? Because from the place of, it doesn't matter, from the wider view that you know also, it's like, well, my day would just look different. Really, that's really all. Now, all the rest of it is the stuff, is, is the stuff that we're after with, a, with an axe. I understand. Yeah. So why would it be dealing with that? Why, why, why was that what was said? Why would there to be deal with? Why would it be negative to, for example, downsize or to not be recognized? Right. Or there's a certain level of comfort. Yeah. And you know, we're talking about shelter. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I've years ago, I, I lived in Ecuador. Uh, lived, I had, uh, you know, lived in a thatched roof house. Yeah. Uh, I would sleep on concrete floors. Yeah. You know, go bum a room at yeah. the teacher's place in a little village. And yeah. Use my t-shirt for a pillow. Yes. You know. Yes. I've done that. Yes. Okay, when you're a young man. Okay. Yeah. The bones don't sleep on concrete that well anymore. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> pillow doesn't work. Yes. If the t-shirt doesn't work as a pillow. Yes. <laughs> and we don't live extravagantly. Look, I, we yes. live on a street corner in a duplex. So why is you there know, attachment to it? The comfort. Why do we talk about it? This is, well, it, you know, it's, I'm feeling defensive. I yeah. I felt attacked. Yeah, you know, so, sure. You know, we found something. Yeah, you did. Um, like, but again, it's what's wrong with being comfortable? Well, know? there's nothing wrong with it. No. But the attachment to it is sticky. Okay. Okay. It's your relationship to comfort is fine, of course, and and which, why not? But why is it an issue? Because there's some attachment to it, or like I need that. I. There's some contraction around it. You need fresh air too, but you're not talking about that you need fresh air. You know? Because well, I go get it. <laughs> yeah, you just I get it. I go get it. Yeah, you I, just make it happen. I did this morning. Yeah. Um, I go get it. Yeah. So I've got comfort, so I don't have to go get it. Exactly. You don't have to go get it. But I don't want to give it up either. I'm not sure we're going with this. It's funny. It's just the attachment talking. It's just the, there's a contraction around it for you. You're grasping it. There's comfort there whether you grasp it or not. It's like you're sitting on a train going someplace, but you kind of want to walk up and down as if it's going to make the train go faster. You will find a way. If your body needs comfort, you'll find a way for there to be comfort, even if your salary gets chopped. You will find a way, because if that's what your body needs, you'll find a way to make it happen. Oh, I would. You would. would. You can do that without the contraction, without the grasping, without the attachment. Okay. It's like you'll find a way to get fresh air. If your body needs it, it's like, oof, I need exercise or I need fresh air, whatever. You'll make it happen rather than, okay, I am not going to be without fresh air. I'm not going to live in a place where I didn't have fresh air. It's like, oh, wow, wow, all the charge. You see all the charge with it? Utterly. Yeah. yeah. So, so all that's there around money, which is appearing as comfort. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I would like you to take it for granted that you'll always be okay. I am. I have utter utmost confidence in that. Then there is no need to grasp it or to feel the weight of responsibility to have to do something in order to make that happen. The cause and effect that you've linked up between the comfort that you have and the work you have to do and the hoops you have to jump through to get the comfort, that cause and effect, let it break down. 
Why you? Do you see? So I love talking with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have the utmost confidence I get what I want. Yes. The utmost confidence. It's yes. And you were talking about the engine room. Yes. If I lose something, well, there's no city. I know the city. I know it will appear. Yes. Uh, if I forget a name, that's still an object. Yes. Even I'm thinking, oh, oh, here we go. Yeah, See yeah. Moment. Mm-hmm. I am utterly, utmost confident that that yes. name will appear. Yes. All of a sudden, and it does. It, it had. What was the name of the horse that won a such and such race and came back and won the Kentucky Derby? And we're driving down here, and I'll say, oh, street sense. Okay. <laughs> you know. Sooner or later, you'll pull up the file. It comes up All right. out of consciousness. All right. So. So will there always be comfort for you? So disconnect your relationship with your work from the provision of comfort in your life. Yeah. Disconnect it. It's got nothing to do with it. It's yeah. just a crazy neurological pathway around cause and effect yeah. and putting yourself under responsibility and heaviness. And it's like, it's got nothing to do with anything. So breaking the attachment. Yeah. It's just freeing up mind some more. Completely, completely, yeah. because you, you, we do cause and effect where it's completely nuts. It's nuts. It's nuts. The cause and effect that it, that works only in the dualistic level works no place else. But we attribute a level of comfort to my job. It's like, you can do that if you really believe that that's the only place that comfort can come from. But by God, talk a look through a telescope for trying to take in a vista. I mean, you're going to miss it. Is comfort the right word? Am I using the right sure, word? Sure, why not? Yeah, we all know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you see the energy going here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so cause and effect. Yeah. It contracts. It doesn't really work for you. No. You okay. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know your job well enough to be able to maneuver the cause and effect that happens there. Yeah. But, but actually, you know, there's a wider map oh. going on. Stay there. Yeah. Oh, I, things come up, and I'll I'll find myself saying something or doing something, and it surprises it. Where did that come from? You know, even yes. if it's a little thing like watch your head or yes, make, be careful with that arm yes. or whatever. So yeah. when the when the mind sets up, I have this because I did that. That's completely the antithesis of what you just said. Something came out, and I don't know where it came from. Right. That's how life works. Right. It. it you know, consciousness is like a river and it's flowing in one direction. Really, pretty much it is. And, you know, it, it's one unit because everything is consciousness anyway. And it's going the way it's going to go. And we really, really imagine that we're making it go in a direction. I know, I know. We really are that obnoxious. <laughs> We really do think we have a potency. The little eye, that's its gig. So if you live in the wider view, you'll see that it's nuts to imagine that your work is the only way that you can have a comfortable whole lifestyle. It's nuts to limit your thinking to there. Those limitations all gotta go. All gotta go. Ain't working for you. Makes you take makes you get contracted and makes you take life too seriously. Uh, is not your gig anymore. What a relief. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It, I, Wider, fluid, I hear, no, I hear open. It. 
totally. I just as you allow everything come from come in, the practical stuff comes in that way too. We just want to attribute. If I don't work for it, I don't get it. It's bullshit. I have a little mantra. Yes. I allow myself to experience wealth. Yes. In ways expected and unexpected. Okay. All right. And a little, st- I, you know, a little story. I've wanted a new bicycle, but I can't afford it. I wrecked the bike I had. It's irreparable. Call up the insurance. Pay. So it's going to cost very expensive bike. It's going to cost me like five hundred dollars. The bike I wanted. I got a new bike. Ha-ha. <laughs> Wasn't Ha-ha. quite how I expected it. Yes. But, but you got an upgrade. And, yeah, I got an upgrade. It's like somebody wrote, "If this is the bike I could take to heaven, this is a bike." I okay. Could take. Fantastic. Okay. So I'll ride that bike. Yeah, it works. Yeah. I do completely. Okay, okay. the, the, the laws of the universe are very different to the laws of limited thinking. Oh. Which one do you bow down to? Which one are you going to buy into? I'll take the. Yeah, please do. Please do. That hand. Please do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Connie. Hi there. So, I want to help with um, my ego. I really feel like I'm in the middle of this constant battle of, you know, should meditate. And, and I, you know, work with other people, which is pretty, um, I'm able to do that, you know. Um, but the personal time is really hard, and it's just like, you know, the ego is fighting for survival and, and um, distracting me. And so I'd like help with that. Mm. So, so I'm always interested in sentences that start with I should. Says who? You told me to meditate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just my ego. You know, it's really just my ego <coughs> talking me out of it. It might be good for you not to do what Jack says. <laughs> Consciousness does that too. No, it's my ego. Okay. Really. Okay. Okay. Is it because, okay, let's go that track, but I prefer to go the other one, but that's all right. Um, uh, is it because there's just not enough discipline in your life? Is it about structure and order? Is it a practical thing? 
I think it's anger at God. Ah. But I'm working with that with, you know, Nina and being the rebel. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever worked with changing your attitude towards something? You know, the, 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 the emotional connection that we have with something, someone, an idea, a practice. If, if we resist a lot, if we have a pattern of resisting stuff, then, then that would be our go-to attitude towards something, especially a directive that comes from the outside, if there is a rebel there. So if we change the attitude very often, we've broken the, we've broken the wiring. Okay? So I remember when I was, before India, when I was still in my, you know, doing healing work and with my first husband, and I remember I used to spent all day looking forward to meditating at night when clients would go home and dinner would be done and I'd be like, oh, thank heaven, this is my space, you know? And I used to do an hour and a half in the evening and an hour and a half in the morning. And I didn't sleep much in those days. And I, if I was awake till the night, I'd, oh my God, I'd go meditate. And I used to, I remember, I remember lying in bed and I'd be so looking forward to like, I'm going to get to sit in that just delicious place with just myself for an hour and a half in the morning. I've been looking forward to it so much, so much. And it's because the attitude towards it was really positive. I kind of decided I was going to look forward to it because I knew that it, in some way this is good for me. And instead of pushing it out, I just changed my attitude, literally just changed my attitude. And if the meditation was good or not, it was a whole different ball game when I thought about I'm going to be doing this at seven o'clock in the morning or whatever, you know. There's something to be said for shifting the attitude, especially if we're used to resistance, because that's an attitude. It's like there's the idea, okay, this is how I respond to it. Change it. Change it. Respond to things that you have to do in a different way. Would that work? Do you think that would hit it? I'm trying. I you mean, don't sound very hopeful. Well, I'm t- <laughs> <laughs> I think that maybe continuing to work with Nina on my anger at God mm-hmm. might be... Uh, you know. What's you angry with God about? What did you do to yourself? Well, I, I feel like I've let go of a lot of um, density. Yeah. I feel really quite different. Yeah. Um, I actually felt joy walking in the ocean yesterday. Yes. Yes. Good. Good. I just know that there's resistance. (coughs) What do you get out of that? Control. Sure. The idea of it, anyway. Right. You'll play with it 
until you're sick of playing with it. That's kind of the cleanest way for it to go, is just like, this is actually just hurting myself, and I'm done with hurting myself. This is holding me back, and uh, no, I'm not doing that to myself anymore. That's what'll crack it. That's what'll crack it. When you genuinely want something better for yourself. Did you empty the boxes in your apartment? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. The universe sent me a friend to uh, Good. <laughs> rearrange my whole living room before I got the airplane out here. Okay, well done. All right. Okay. Because that's kind of part of it, you know, yeah. making a beautiful place for you yeah. to live. Beautiful yeah, for you. No, it's, yeah, it's totally shifted. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. So other things that nurture you, giving them to yourself. If meditation nurtures you, great. If it's a pain in the ass, don't touch it. Whatever it is that's going to nurture you to completely change the, the paradigm from holding yourself back to letting yourself have it all. All the good stuff. I mean, I feel like I do nurture myself. I yeah. give myself everything I want. I don't. But yet you resist something that might that you think will help but, you. Well, it's just not enough. It's just like. What's not enough? The outside stuff. Okay. You know. Sure. So this is an inner. Sure. Right? But nurturing it's inside is it, it, it's not it's not about outside stuff really. Nurturing inside. That's what meditation is. Nurturing inside. So if you've got the outside some way uh, calm, it doesn't distract you so much. Do you know? If you've got a lifestyle, a place to live, a base, it's like, all right. Then there's, there's like a, a, a context that's, that's stable enough for us to go in. So it's part of that. It, it's okay. You, you need a, a steady, stable environment and some goals and a direction of where to go. And you're, you're just kind of putting a new life together for yourself. Wouldn't give yourself a hard time at all about this. Do you know? But to have a positive attitude about what resources you. And meditation will calm down your mind. It will, it, it will stop the yeah, monkey mind. I did have a few meditations that were really nice. And you know, normally meditation is just pretty flat for me. Okay, yeah. You know, so I haven't really gotten that. I don't know. You know, I talk about the jewel of meditation. I haven't felt that so much. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's its greatest gift to us really is is to train the mind to focus on one thing. So it just breaks the habit of being all over the shop and crazy busy, which is kind of torturous. So just training it to being on one thing—that's it. That's all. That's all. Let it be about that. Everything else is extra, but not essential. So I wouldn't look for anything about. You know, these neural pathways. Sure, to train it to be on one point. <clears throat> train it to focus on one thing. It's not about the opening neural pathways to it this does that. way of being. It does that. It depends on what you want to do. But, but to stop the monkey mind is a huge benefit. If you want to step back and go back there and do like the long meditation, if you want to do that, okay, that's, that's another gig. That's another gig. Um, if it's too much of a high jump right now and you just want a basic meditation practice with no expectation on it, then just keep it about focusing the mind on one thing. 
it'll pare it down to what the core of meditation is. And it, and it will stop mind jumping from, I want this, I want this, you know, this idea, this idea. It just slows it down. That's a great thing to do. Do you well, know? The mantras helped a lot. I do yeah. use that a lot. Great, great, great. Yeah, mantras are great. They're great. Okay. You're doing okay, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing okay. Okay. Yeah, you are. You know, okay. there's always things to process and always things to move. Don't get pissed off about it. Yeah. Don't judge it. It's like, that's just life. That's just learning. That's just creating more understanding. I'd love to see that attitude change. Do you know? That's just growth. It's a natural part of being human, you know, of evolution. Can you shift that? Well, I feel like I have become more accepting of where I'm at. Welcome it. Welcome it. Celebrate it. You know? Okay. I just don't see, you know, my shifts in consciousness. I don't see them. And it's just... But I do. I do. Even your body, everything has changed. Everything has changed. But memory will, you know... Memory plays tricks on us, you know? It's kind of unstable, really, memory, you know, and it's going to drag up whatever it is that has, gives you a familiar feeling and gives you an old story to go with that. But it's not telling you the truth if you think you haven't shifted much, you know? Okay, I have, I have shifted a lot, but I still feel identified, I guess that's it. You know, I still feel identified as a body-mind. Okay. And I would like to see that separation, you know, see that... It's not real. Okay. Um, so when it's not running, I wonder, do you notice it? Because you notice it when it's running, but when it's not running, it might be that you don't see it. Do you know? Because most people don't see it. Well, you can't see it because there isn't two there to see it. You only see it when it's running. So, of course, memory can only draw on the idea that it's running all the time because it's going to join the dots together to make a continuum out of it. There's loads and loads of times when we're, when we're not identified. We just can't see it. Do you see? I think your perception might be a little bit off there because there's a habit of not giving yourself a bit of credit. That's what I'm after. Okay. All right? Okay. It's just so nice to be here. I so appreciate your presence. Um, I've been feeling for a couple of years now very stuck, very stagnant, um, and I'm many times trying to take a look at the external and manipulate that, but it really does feel that it's on the inner planes. There's some kind of density there that I would really like to break up, I would really like to free up. Um, and so I just, anything that you see or any ideas about how I could go about that? Uh, okay, I'll have to give you a bit more. Um, I can do that. Okay, yeah, that? sure. All right. Um, so I, I, things just don't seem to be flowing in, in externally for me, either in terms of finance or in terms of... Um, just um, 
in the day-to-day, -day, and we can get down to the whole job thing, and, and I always like to work, and will work forever, but I, I've been very scattered about that at this point in my life. Um, I, um, you, know, I've, you know, I've been an attorney, I've been uh, a real estate broker, I've been a commodity broker, and I'm trying to find where I can land because those are all still options. Okay. And um, so there's a, a, you know, an unsettledness about it all, a kind of a dispirited approach to things because if I make an effort, I'm not seeing success. And um, it, it just feels kind of a half-hearted effort in whatever I'm doing. So, so if you make an effort, you don't see success. So it feels like a half-hearted effort. Mm -hmm. So are you making a full effort? Are you making a half-hearted effort? Or because there's no success, you're assuming that it's a half-hearted effort? What? It, both, both. In other words, I'm looking at the results of the effort and I'm going, oh, you know. Um, so I'm not, I'm not making a full effort because I really am not really dedicated to any one of these. I'm trying to get all of these sort of in play. I mean, mostly it's between... Mostly it's between, as a commodity broker, I've done that for about 10 years. I was very successful, made a lot of money, and then the money dried up. And then I go, well, what else can I do? So I'm taking a walk, and I'm having a cup of coffee, and I see a real estate. So I go, well, you know, I do have a real estate broker's license I've never used. Maybe I'll try that. Yeah. So then I go in, and, I, and, and there's a, you know, a great office there with people who are very successful at yes. it. I mean, it's a whole new thing to me. And then there's somebody in our office building who uh, has a... Um, uh, a practice of um, estate planning. He's retiring. I'm thinking, well, maybe I should go take over his business. So, but there's no real, yeah. What brings you joy? Oh, what brings me joy? Um, hmm. I'd say um, counseling people. In a way, I mean, uh, talking to people about their just people's lives and. And just kind of being with them and thinking how I might give them a helpful perspective. I don't do that in any other way, just as a friend. But that kind of thing brings me joy. And that could be in the context of other things, too. It could be in, you know, in, in terms of, like, real estate, they're selling a house, and that's a traumatic event. So it doesn't have to be in that venue. I just I just want to get peace here. I figure everything else will work out. But I just feel that there's just this stuckness. I'm just really tired of it. Where is their passion? Um, in the reading of all this stuff. I mean, I, I, I go to that directly all the time. I used to be a great reader of fiction. Uh, and I mean, fiction, I have to see it's important for my ego to say it's high-end fiction. So, um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I would read really good writing, and, and I have a degree literature too so I go okay so I'm reading all this and then I'm going losing interest and it's just not where I want to go and then you say oh there's a book by Rupert Spira or there's something you wrote or whatever and there's a YouTube video of uh, whatever the you know oh that's where I that's where I go okay okay so maybe the world isn't going to be a place where you fit in in quite the same way okay it, yeah. is that okay because once we kind yeah. of we get disinterested yeah, yeah. in the world, it doesn't yes. rock our boat anymore because we're going to the equanimous place. That's going to be why the disheartened feeling of like, you know, I really don't yeah. want to do any of this, to be honest. You yeah, know. you see, it, um, it, 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 it's, yeah. Can you stop expecting the outside world to do it for you then? Okay, yes. Okay, 
That's good. So do any job as long as it makes some money, because then at least you can shift the, the, the yeah. financial thing. Right, right. So as long as do I do I get as long as I'm I'm um, I don't want to say working on it, but as long as I'm allowing and taking the big view and the whole thing, that just do it and 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 be connected, and that's that's you, the important thing. You see, you you've got you've got one foot too much in the outside world, yeah. as if as if yeah. a job can do it for you, or this yeah. place can do it, or as if stability in if you decided mm-hmm. what career you you were going to have, that that in some way would give you some oomph again or yeah. get rid of the tiredness mm-hmm. but it's like mm-hmm. you, you're actually not going to fit in to anything out there actually okay. you're not okay yeah. you're, you're not celebrate it okay oh okay celebrate it mm-hmm. it's great when you mm-hmm. stop kind of the world stops doing it for you yeah but at yeah. the minute you're still expecting the world to do it for you mm-hmm. so of course it's like you're going to feel tired because that's, yes. that's what happens we yes. feel tired because it's getting old yeah. oh. it's trying to die off and we're just like oh my god I'm so tired mm-hmm. and that's the symptom of like okay you, yeah. you, you, need, you don't need a new job actually you need just mm-hmm. have any job just any job just to give you that stability yeah. but no longer look to the external words to do anything for you it ain't doing it because you are being pulled in Mm-hmm. So your value system is going to change, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just do the job, fill in the hours, get some money. End of story. Okay. If you can, and, and in all of those careers, you've you've got an opportunity to talk to people. Mm-hmm. So there'll be something that mm-hmm. will kind of feel you can offer or serve yeah, or yeah. help people in some way. It'll be mm-hmm. peppered in there. Fine, it'll be enough. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. So the real gig is inside. Yeah. If you are drawn to helping people in some way, it's going to happen mm-hmm. inevitably. Inevitably. You, people will just be landed in front of you. Mm-hmm. Don't look for it. Okay. Don't look for it mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Start going in in a way mm-hmm. like you never did before. Oh, this is good. Okay. Yeah. Like you never did before. Go in, go in, go in, go in. Mm-hmm. Stop looking to the outside world for anything mm-hmm. other than be totally practical, mm-hmm. which you have a capacity to do. Mm-hmm. Be super practical. Mm-hmm. matter of fact around how you engage in the world really yeah, yeah. do you know yeah you know, that makes sense because it's been feeling like it's wanting to die off and I just keep giving a little more effort yeah and <laughs> yeah 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 I'd like to see that effort mm-hmm. inside mm-hmm. around you spending quiet time it's like all right I'm gonna listen to chanting for 10 minutes and, and mm-hmm. see if that resonates with me I'm going to chant with this for 10 minutes mm-hmm. I'm going to see if that resonates Mm-hmm. What what are the tools to help me to go in mm-hmm. and get organized and practical about it? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that that's your mo. You, you're 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 good at systems and methodologies, mm-hmm. and that's that'll really work for you. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'd like you, I'd like you to next time we talk it's yeah. like okay how, how do you go in how do you go in mm-hmm. what works for you and for you to know this works this doesn't work this works this gets me in for about a half an hour this one forget it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well this is really liberating because I've been trying so hard to make all this work and it's like it's not and it's yeah. good that it's not it's great that it's not okay it's great good it's draw mm-hmm. line in the sand there mm-hmm. it's like the outside world it's finished it's finished it's not going to do it for you mm-hmm. but the inside mm-hmm. world is kind of Waiting on you, mm-hmm. waiting on you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Do you that's know? Really helpful. No, I do. So yeah. decide your career in mm-hmm. terms of practical. Mm-hmm. Where can I make money, meet some interesting people, but really, yeah, just get away with doing minimal. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and supporting me for what I need. That's good. That's where you go. 
and then we go in. So it's fine to read books and watch YouTubes, mm -hmm. but there's nothing quite like going in and doing the work yourself. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people who just spend all day, every day soaking stuff up. And do you think they actually change their lives or change mm -hmm. their own thinking? Mm -hmm. Not at all. Mm -hmm. Completely wrapped up and tight mm -hmm. with their own belief system and not seeing. This is just frigging entertainment. You might as well be watching Star Trek mm -hmm. as watching mm -hmm. Muji videos or right. Jack videos mm -hmm. or anything. Right. Like... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so you've got to do the work it's like okay there's my input mm -hmm. that's a half an hour of YouTube stop mm -hmm. I'm going to sit in silence for 10 minutes mm -hmm. there was, is there one sentence that gave you a wow mm -hmm. if there's a sentence it's like okay you write down the sentence take mm -hmm. it away and meditate with it mm -hmm. keep repeating that sentence in your next meditation mm -hmm. sit down that evening for half an hour keep repeating that sentence over and over again mm -hmm. you might be able to access where it brought you but either way you will keep the opening because when we hear a sentence and there's a wow it's like there's an opening created to where that's true. Yeah. Keep revisiting it. Grab that sentence, mm -hmm. write it down, keep repeating it mm -hmm. so that you make wider that opening to where you know that's true. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. Yes. All right? Yes. That will really work for you. That's good. That will mm -hmm. really work for you, yeah. Mm -hmm. Keep keep access. Whoa, okay, there's a wow. I'm, I'm fed now. I'm fed now. Okay, mm -hmm. I got to... I gotta find that place for myself so that I'm not dependent on something else mm -hmm. to point me there again. Mm -hmm. I gotta go there, I gotta live there. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And you might say it a hundred times in the next half an hour in meditation, mm -hmm. and you, there might be two tastes of what you got when you had the YouTube hit, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Right? And yeah. that's fine, that's yeah. perfect. Okay. It's perfect. Yeah. All right? Good, good. Great. Thank you. Sure, you're welcome. Will we do lunch? Keep it all right? Yeah? Great. Hi. Good to see you again. All right, folks. Let's do lunch.